You are listening to the Fear Film Studios Podcast Network. Welcome, everyone. This is Robert Jamisetti, and this is Horror Vane. And believe it or not, I now have a co-host, and his name is Don the Fishman Fisher. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> welcome to the show. There, How are you? <laughs> Calling all the way in from Chi-Town. Yes, the Windy City. The Windy City. What's the temperature yes. up? What's the temperature in Chicago. Right uh, it is a whopping 36, and I know oh, you're jealous. Oh, jeez. Yes. <laughs> you, know, you know what the weather is down here? I'm thinking 70s, it's maybe higher. 87. Oh, you suck. You suck. <laughs> it's all right. I don't get any hurricanes over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway. but you do get tornadoes. I, I, I used yes, to live we do. up there. Yes, we do. So, yes. um, uh, like when what I did in the first episode was I, t- I talked a little bit about myself. Um, okay. Since our audience doesn't really know too much about Don Fisher, yes. Uh, let's start with uh, how we met. We met at uh, Ogden Six Theaters, right? That's where yes, we met. Yes, in the right? eight, in the eighties. In the eighties. Come on, you're not <laughs> supposed to let people know how old we are. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we'll edit that out. <laughs> Driving your fancy RX-7, RX-7 baby. RX-7, baby, yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, but, yeah, we've known a... each other a long time. Long time. And uh, you uh, had aspirations to become an actor. And, yes. And uh, I had aspirations to become a filmmaker. Mm-hmm. And we had a, a long-running pact to where we would eventually work with each other one day on a movie. Yes. And That's... we still have yet to do that. We but still that, were... I've that's yes. on the it's on the bucket list right now still. Absolutely. But Absolutely. now we're working together on a podcast, so uh, you know, it's yeah. close. We're getting there. Yes. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. So that's good. Yep. So uh so you've you've um you've acted, you've been on yes. stage, uh you've done some independent uh horror films. Yes. Can you just uh, name off a couple that you were in or how many you were uh, in? Well, the the main one was the Satanic Panic film, independent film that I did um, quite a few years ago now. Um, and one prior to that was called All, All Hallows, and that was like in 03. So it's been a while, but been a while. you never you never forget. And um, very enjoyable um, and uh, much different than live theater, obviously. It's more intimate, more drawn in, closed in, shall we say. Um, you know, for years I was just – you know, having to project and I can't hear you in the last row. And, you know, it's, it's, it was quite a shift. It was quite a change to yeah. do uh, film, but I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Cause I you really got a, you got a camera in your face and uh, absolutely. And then you got people standing around you and gotta, you got these, 
keep more inward and uh, yep. not project as much and yeah and less is more you know what i less mean less is more yeah <laughs> so. and, if you, and if you break character on camera you can see it right away we're on oh, you know, on yeah. stage you can let it go a little bit yeah and then maybe the audience doesn't know and you cover for each other and you know they they a lot of times 99% of the time they had no idea you messed up but with film right. totally different so uh you know take that's what uh, they have all these takes you know although in in um in satanic panic i think we did it in all one take the last scene where i was killed um yeah i think we did the yeah. other scenes we had multiple takes but the last scene where i was killed it was that was it. one take so that's it yeah and i'm all for the realism so <laughs> um <laughs> They had, they had me. Um, you know, I was supposed to be shackled to this pipe, shackled and thrashing around. Yeah, yeah. like up by my wrists and uh, thrashing around. So this and wasn't they a, had wasn't me. a porn, Don. Come on. No, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Although you might have thought it was after I tell you what I'm going to tell you. Okay. But um, <laughs> I, uh, I, I, they had this set up, and I'm like, I'm not going to be able to thrash around like this. You know, this is not, you know. I, so they actually handcuffed me to a pipe. Oh, it was, Like done in this director's basement. Um, and, oh, you know what it was? It was an exercise bar. That's what it was. They didn't have <laughs> anything. So he brought over this like weight bar or whatever. And, and I'm short. So, you know, that works. Uh, <laughs> it didn't have to be that tall. And, it, and it's independent and, um, film. So you don't think anything of it. You're like, okay, yeah, shackled me to a, to a pole. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, I just like, <laughs> so then, you know, they're like, okay, so here's what we want to do. We're going to have a Satanist come around in a robe and he's going <laughs> to um, impale you. Oh, geez. Yeah, in the backside with a pipe. Oh, geez. Okay. Yeah. Oh, God. And I'm So that like, didn't okay. throw up any warning flags right there? You know, I'm <laughs> just rolling with it at this point. You know, I'm like, all right, if that's the way you want to kill me, oh, all right, man. that's fine. So he, you know, we're working this, you know, he's kind of like planning it and, and working it out as we go. And. He's having, you know, actually, it ended up being my good friend Carl in the in the in the black shroud, you know, the Satanist with the pipe, and um, he's coming back behind me, and I'm like, I'm fully clothed, and I'm like, well, okay, and I just, I don't know, I just came out, I'm like, hey, Mark, would it help if I, you know, drop trowel, you know, oh, would that make it more real? Oh, jeez. And he's like, well, yeah, it would, but I would never ask you to do that. And I'm like, well, I want the real, I want the realism of the scene, and I want it to be as real as believable and real as possible. So if that would help, I will do that. Oh, jeez. And he's like, okay. So I did. Wow. And you just see this, like the profile of me. Yeah, yeah, but, um, yeah. And then, and then as it, and then as Carl comes around and and the scene is going and it's happening, I'm screaming my, and as Mark's wife was upstairs. <laughs> And I'm just, yeah, I'm just wailing. And she thought they were actually, like, hurting me and shit. I'm not kidding. Yeah. Wow. She's like, she came downstairs. And, yeah, so. And, and your pants is down. Was weird. And well, yeah. you're shoving a pipe up <laughs> right. your ass. Well, no, okay. we waited for it. I'm like, wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs> okay, we're doing a movie, okay? Wait a minute. We're just doing a, a movie. What I love the best was that um, they, filmed the, they filmed the majority of the movie. And they needed more. It, what they wanted feature length and it wasn't and then they needed more and i originally i wasn't cast um initially but then um when they needed to finish the film they cast me so i didn't need a lot of the cast because this was all after but i did go to the premiere obviously and um love that 
my first premiere and it was wonderful it was a really nice hotel and they did it upright and i'll never forget after the movie all these people that i hadn't worked with came up to me and like oh my god i just love that scene that last scene that yeah the, the, the death scene that you did oh my goodness it was wonderful so you know and i don't solicit that i don't yeah you know, I, I just, that's not my way. I'm very humble in my craft, and that just meant the world to me. So, and that's yes. what I was going for. I wanted it to be real. So. Especially anyway. when you get your pants down and taking, yes. doing a movie like that, and they're <laughs> supposed to be shoving a pipe up your ass, and you're like, okay, <laughs> go ahead. It's a movie. What the hell? <laughs> it's a horror film. What the, what the fuck? You know, I mean, so. Yeah. If it was any other circumstance, I, you know, I would call the police, but, you know, it's a horror film, not, so we're going to yeah, let it happen. Film, hey, we're good. You know, you get a free pass. Absolutely. So, yeah. So, so but it was great. So, yeah. yeah so, you, you, whatever it takes for the art, that's good. That's your. That's that's, that's just that's who the, I am. That's the that's yeah. the that's the independent film motto that people need to understand. I think so. I, I actually have like maybe a few little like scars on my wrist from thrashing. I'm not kidding. Oh, I'm really? not making wow. this up. Oh yeah, I was going crazy. Like I was really, you know, going to be dying soon and. You know, at first in the scene, I'm trying to talk my way out of it, and then I realize, okay, that's not going to work, and they're actually going to kill me, and I just you just went absolutely with it. just yeah. yeah, I just went off, I just went crazy and just was freaking out, and wow. so yeah, so that's just but that's just who I am. So and I do it, you know, live theater as well, you know. Yeah. Um, you were on the uh, Second City stage too, right in Chicago? Yeah, I was. Yeah, not, not was too awesome. many people can say that. No. <laughs> no. So I saw the, you know, Belushi's autograph yeah. and Aykroyd and everybody. And that was a thrill. That was amazing. So, so how, oh. how kind of explain the experience of being on stage on the second city stage with all the oh. people that, that were up there before? Gosh, man. Was that just kind of unreal? Yeah. Yeah, it was. And, um, humbling. Humbling. <laughs> it's yeah. It's like, do I deserve to be here? You know? Yeah, wow. damn it, I do, you know, and yeah. I, I've been performing since the eighth grade, and uh, I just thoroughly enjoy it. I just absolutely just, it's my passion, and, um, you know, worked really hard, took, you know, the, all the improv classes, and then um, was on that stage, and it was with all these wonderful, talented actors, and um, yeah, it's something I'll never forget, so that um, had a really great graduation show from Second City. So basically, you take all these classes, and then you have a grad show right. at the end. So, and then you pick and kind of cherry pick the scenes that work the best, and tweak them a little bit, and then you just string them all together and have a grad show. So, is it, is it all pretty much like comedy skits, or is it like yeah, they do other the, things yeah. too? Yeah, we primarily comedy. Primarily, and then comedy. Car, and then that, that's pretty much how I met Carl. Was that we took these classes together, and we saw that. Oh, hey, you sing? Wait, you sing too? Oh, we should do something. And he, he plays guitar. And so we did our little Folk Brothers thing, comedy duo thing. Um, but you're on the, you were on the radio in Chicago with that too. Right, right. right. It's kind of like Weird Al-esque, but lowbrow humor. And yeah. I guess some of his stuff is too. But um, <laughs> but yeah, we did some CDs and we're just, you know, there was a, sh- um, what do they call him? Shock jock, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Man cow. Um, just, you know, just kind of an edgy on independent type, not independent radio, but alternative station, shall we say. And uh, we, we thought, you know what, this would be kind of his, his type of humor. So we sent him some CDs and one day Carl heard our Christmas song 
on the radio. Man Cow was playing it and loved it. And then one thing led to another, and their producer called him and they said, you know, hey, Cow loves your songs. Wants you to come. He, you know, he wants you to come live and, and sing on the radio. And and uh, I was in Florida at the time. I was on a, you know, seeing my family for Christmas. And he called me. He's like, Don, you got to get up here. And my family understood. God bless him. And I flew back by myself. And oh, wow. We did the show. Yeah. So, and then we'd been on. And then after that, we were on like two or three other times. So, you know, that was a thrill. Because I used to listen to them in the mornings. Yeah. So I knew him and the crew and everybody. And then to meet everybody, you know, it was amazing. So, and then there was like some call-ins. So, uh, there was a veteran. Uh, a guy in the Navy or the army or something like that. I mean, it was like, he, he loved the song and he was calling in as like made his day. And I'm like, Oh my God, it was, yeah. He's like, I was laughing my ass off. I love that <laughs> song, you know? And so that's just, that's thrilling. I mean, that's so rewarding, you yeah. know? And that's all we're trying to do is make people laugh. That's yeah. all it is. So, um, that was amazing too. So yeah, great experience. So, so. my, so the, so the audience that's listening, they, they know that both of us have some experience with, you know, film and acting and independent stuff. So we we know a little bit what we're talking about. So if we're talking about movies, we know mm -hmm. a little something. Just a little. Just a little. <laughs> no, no, we do. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You you've been do, you've been in this industry for so long, and um, you know, shot independent films and shorts and everything, and you're just so experienced with that. And then I'm you know on the other side. I mean, I've done some film as I as I mentioned, but. Yeah. more of the theater side and, and improv side and, um, you know, make a good combination here, I would think. So, that's that's know. what I was thinking when I yeah. I was like, you know, who can I bring on this show? And I'm like, got to bring Don Fisher on. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. The so, fish man. Yeah. It's an honor. So, so yeah, we'll work okay, together cool. one day. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I hope so. I hope so. I, I hope, do it, too. hope it works out. I maybe do. Maybe this maybe this will make it happen. Maybe this podcast maybe. will do it. You never know. They may be. That would be <laughs> wonderful. So, yeah, I would love that. So so not to get off any no, not to get ahead. off subject here, but yeah. uh, right now with the with everything that's happening with the virus and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um is how how is that affecting you? I mean, I I know I, you're in the you're, you also do um you're in the healthcare business and all that stuff and I am. So you're kind of like <clears throat> not on the front lines but you're you're around the front lines and everything i am so. around the front lines yeah so it's so kind of nurses and doctors are on the front lines and i'm kind of right yeah next so it's to that so so it's not it's not real fun right now um i don't want to like bring no. everybody down right now but i just no i just want to kind of you know bring that up a little bit sure um i work for a home health care company we provide respiratory equipment for patients that go home uh, from the hospital yeah and i'm on and i'm based at a hospital i'm a liaison so um i talk directly with the social workers and the case managers and help with the discharges yeah. and some of that includes me going up on the um, patient floors and delivering equipment thankfully the nurses have been wonderful and i instruct them at the nurses station and then they'll go ahead and bring the equipment into the room and basically i just let them know I just want to limit the patient contact as much as possible. And they understand that, you know, the less different people in that room, the better, you know what I mean? So, yeah. and it works out great, but yeah, I mean, and, and ultimately, you know, we're doing, we're helping these patients that need our help. You know, I, I was recently asked by my manager to work weekends, no extra pay, 
just that because of the virus, you know, we're really busy and, you know, customer, you know, the regular customer service that works on the weekend gets overloaded and we need your help. I, I'm one of other like four liaisons. So they asked all of us to do this and basically take care of our hospitals. And, you know, uh, at first I was grumbling a little bit, but then, you know, my wife, she's God bless her. She's like, you know what, Don, and it's, it's short term. It's just while this thing is going on and once things get better and the shelter in place lifts and we've got a handle on this and we flatten the curve, it'll, you know, it's not forever. Then, then I won't have to, but you know, she said they, they need you. These patients need yep. you. And if they need your help on the weekends, you know, you're, you're doing something that's invaluable. I mean, and you can't put a price on that. Right. These, these people really need your help. So yeah, when you say not to bring this down, you know, the virus is in an, in and of itself a downer, but I think what we do is, you know, we, um, we, we You're lift these patients people. up and yeah. the families. Yeah. And it's, and we're a positive, uh, <laughs> I don't know, yeah. um, no, I, part it, of their lives, you know what I mean? So, yeah. cause they're, they're sick and they're fighting this. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, so it's that's what, that's, that's, that's great. My day yeah. gig. That's your day gig. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> When you're, not, um, when you're not getting pulled up up your ass in, in right, independent films, right, and getting shackled doing... and thrashed okay. around and scaring you know wives that are living upstairs, you know upstairs or whatever. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So yeah, I'm kind of lived. I've lived this dual life, you know. I've yeah. you know been in this industry since think, the mid nineties. I think all independent I... like actors and filmmakers and all that kind of live that dual life. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think a lot of people don't understand that um, and right. don't really know the sacrifices that independent, you know, actors and filmmakers do because they're working full time jobs and they're trying to, you know, do their passion on top of it. Right. Absolutely. So, yeah, Absolutely. that's I mean, it's good to hear, you know, you know, stories like that, you know, that during the day you're you helping people eat. and yeah, you, know, <laughs> you gotta, eat, you gotta yeah. eat you gotta have a roof over you're not your living, head you're not living on the street or nothing yeah. you're not living on the street no yeah. or you know eight people to an apartment i can't do that so you know maybe when in my i don't know my 20s maybe i could have but not right now so i'm married to a love my lovely wife and got a house and you know that's going great obviously you know and she supports me you know every step of the way which you need that and um yeah, but no, it's true. You know, it's it's this du- it's this dual life. You know, and I'm I'm actually itching to get back into something. I haven't uh, done a show in a while, so I'm itching to do that. So there you go. Yeah. Okay, people. Um, not to cut you off, Tom, but we're just gonna take a little tiny break here, and sure. uh, we're gonna come right back with more horror vein with Robert Massetti and Don Fisher. We'll be right back. You are listening to the Fear Film Studios Podcast Network. Hello, kitties. <laughs> it's your old pal, Freakola Clown. Here to tell all you filmmakers out there that if you have a film that you want to submit to the best horror genre film festival in the world, then submit it now. The Freak Show Horror Film Festival is taking short films, super short films, and feature-length horror films. If you need more information, just go to our website at freakshowfilmfest.com, click on the submit button, and you'll get all the information that you need. That's freakshowhorrorfilmfest.com. And while you're there, 
tell him freaking a clown sent you. <laughs> All right, and we're back with Horror Vein with Robert Mercedes and Don Fisher. Yes. Still there? <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> so um, so the other day, um, uh, I was telling people in the first podcast, because I was by myself, I was telling people that I had recently just got rid of Netflix. And oh, I didn't know you did. Oh, I, I didn't did. Know that. But, um, you know, because I was getting Disney Plus and uh, oh. you know, Disney Plus is pretty cool. I don't know if you have it. It is. But, um, so I'm on Disney Plus a lot and I'm like, OK, well, you know, this is a cool platform, but it doesn't really have any horror films on it. No, it doesn't. Yes. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so uh, I had Hulu for a while and I had some horror films. I was like, eh, but uh, so I went back to Netflix and uh, I'm I'm going through Netflix, and I'm like, wow, look at all these horror films that are on here. You know, they had uh, uh, Terrifier on there. I don't know if you've seen that. Yes. Oh you my did God, see that. Rob, I, yeah. Yes, did you, I did. Did you enjoy that? I did. <laughs> I did. And I don't, I don't say that. No, I, I wasn't. Don't take that as a hesitation. No, 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 no. I, I, didn't, I didn't think I would. But I heard really good things, and I heard it's it was based from like they did a short first. Yes, yes. And then they turned it into a, a full length movie. Right. And um. And now they're working on two, I think. I heard that too. Yeah. And he did. God, the guy that played the clown, he was amazing. He he was really good. I I, I think the wow. I think um the horror genre needed a new character, and they found it in that. Um, I do too. And the guy uh, that directed it was doing the special effects makeup. You know, there's some. Oh, I didn't know that. I mean, that was like old school practical. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's effects, Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right, 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 right. And, right. you know, like that scene where they cut the girl in half. And <laughs> oh, my God. And he's just laughing. I know. It was like. He's just like cracking up. And I'm like, you know, and it, the thing is, it's got to be believable, Rob. You know, yeah. I, I, keep, yeah. I keep saying that. And I know I said that in, our, in the first segment, but I just. If if not, you, you've lost me. You know what I mean? Anybody can put out a clown suit. You know what I'm saying? It's like, but can you really be the character? Can you be this twisted, you know, just, oh, God. Well, God, it, it, and, was... the, and the thing that got me was is that he wasn't, I mean, he was a clown, but right. he was more of a mime. I took him as a mime. Right, because he doesn't say anything. Yeah, which I find, right. which I find even more terrifying than just a too. clown. I do too. And, yeah. and and what really got me was, and, and if this guy wasn't that good, the movie wouldn't work at all. And, I totally agree. And this guy was fantastic. I, I thought he was. I thought he was just fantastic as that character, even though the rest of the movie to me was kind of like, eh, you know. Right. It, but it, it's an independent. You know, they didn't have that much money, so I was kind of forgiving on a lot of things. You know, and yes. some some of the special effects are kind of you know they're not great. But they're right. they're they're decent, yeah. and the story's kind of basic. But yeah, Very he really basic. he really had yeah. it. I, I if you know he was fantastic. I thought that really made the film. He carried it. He yeah, carried. I mean, it, the yeah. the two girls were cookie cutter characters. You know, then you've got the stereotypical you know weird janitor type, and you know it, it's just without him, now you would have lost me yeah. like real quick. And his facial expressions, his movements. The way he did, you know, played the character, he was amazing. So that that's what sold it for me, and that's what held my interest. And you know, ultimately, like you know, me liking the movie. So, yeah. 
Yeah, and I mean, again, like I said, I kept, you know, my friend Carl, I keep bringing him up, but, you know, we go way back, and he's a horror fan, and big, huge horror fan, and he was telling me about it. It's like, you got to see this thing. And I'm like, ah, slasher. I mean, slasher movies, they're okay, but yeah, I, I, you know, I, I like more suspense thrillers, and he's like, no, 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 Don, trust me, trust me. It's it's really good, and I, and I do. You know, nine, nine times out of ten, he's right. So so I watched it, and it was it was terrific. So, yeah, very good. Um, there was another one on there that I just just watched. Um, I guess it was made for Netflix. I don't know if you saw it. It was called um, In the Tall Grass. Which, I saw the trailer, but I didn't I didn't watch it yet. Yeah, that was it was it was based off a, a novel, Ella. I think they call it. <laughs> okay. Um, written okay. by Stephen King and Joe I was Hill. I say Stephen King. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Joe okay. Hill is Stephen King's son. I don't know if you know that. Okay. No. So yeah, In the Tall Grass. Um, did you like it? I I liked certain parts of it. It reminded me a lot of uh, Children of the Corn. Okay. But it was different in the fact that um, these voices kind of lure people into the grass, and then once you get into the grass, you can't get out. Right. And that's what I got from the trailer. Yeah, you're stuck yeah. there. Yeah. Um, and then it got really weird um, to where there's this, you know, rock in the middle of the grass and it has all this power and it's ancient and i don't know like a supernatural thing yeah so i mean it was it was good i mean it's worth i think worth watching but it's not like a great film um but i don't know you might like it a little bit better than i did i don't know but uh, okay i would check it out maybe would you call it a like a suspense thriller horror film yeah it's more Kind of psychological, because you know, the whole thing in the movie is is that you're trying to figure out what the hell's going on, because okay. it, it just really plays with you. I mean, it you're you're like, what what is what's why is this happening? And then all of a sudden this happens, and you're like, why? And so the the okay. good the good thing about it is that it makes you want to keep watching because you're like, all right, well maybe they'll explain what the hell's going on eventually. Right, right. And they never do. Oh. <laughs> By the end okay. of the movie, you're kind of like, okay, well, that makes sense, but they still didn't explain everything. Yeah. Like, I guess in the book they do. But okay. Okay. It's kind of like um, maybe the, you know, like in The Shining, there's some elements in The Shining where you're, you're like, why is this happening? But they explain it in the book. Right. So, you know, that, yeah. That's why a, a lot of times novels don't translate well to film. To film. I've heard that. And yeah. a lot of times it's because when people are reading books, they have their own vision of the story yeah. in their head. And then when you see it in the, f- and they don't know that that's the filmmaker's interpretation of the, of the book. And then they're right. going, this movie sucks, man. I don't like it. Right. You, I mean, you feel yeah. the same way or. Yeah. I'm not a reader. Um, I mean, maybe a little bit, but yeah, I've heard that where, you know, oh, the film didn't do it justice. Oh my God. You got to read the book. Oh, it's the book's so much better. You know, especially with Stephen King, not all, a lot of, not all of his films, obviously, but some. And, um, but yeah, I, I've heard that a lot. So I don't know. Um, like, like lately, I've been on the Stephen King kick because I had HBO for a little bit, and they had this show called The Outsider. Okay. Um, which was another Stephen King novel. Yeah. Um, started off really, really good, and then in the middle, it was kind of like, okay, it's boring, same old stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you get to the end, and you're like, that's it? <laughs> I know. I hate those. I watched I it, those. and I'm like, that's it? Come on. I know. Um, 
but I, you know, I know, then uh, and then I saw Doctor Sleep, and I did too. Now, did you like it? Now, here here's the I, I loved it, but okay, good. Here's the thing: okay. when I saw the original Shining, because I read the book, I didn't okay. I didn't like the film, and here. And, oh, you know, Rob. this was originally now okay. and because the book is fantastic. The book scared the crap out of me. And this is OK. This is okay. the thing. So when I saw the film, I, I saw the film because it was Stanley Kubrick. And I'm like, OK, cool. Stanley Kubrick. Yeah, but then Stanley Kubrick really isn't a horror filmmaker. And I felt that he didn't really create a lot of suspense that could have been created okay. in the film. Nothing. Okay. Now I've seen the movie several times, and the more times I've watched it, the more I've liked it. So, yeah. when Doctor Sleep came about, I started reading the book for Doctor Sleep, okay. and it's a really good book. If you get okay. a, ever get a chance to read it, okay. But when Doctor Sleep came out, I was like, okay, I gotta I gotta check this out, and I I loved the film, I, I, but it was because it was a really good direct sequel to The Shining. Sure. And it was Stephen Absolutely. King's Shining, not the book. Right. So right. what are, what were your thoughts on, on Dr. Sleep? No, I loved it. I loved Obviously, you need to see The Shining. Right. You know, I mean, that that's a given. Um, and I just, I love the characters. I, I thought every, everybody did great. Uh, I liked what they did with it. Um, I loved the whole The Shine part. You know, I loved all the tie-ins and everything. I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it held my, you know, interest. It was suspenseful. And I um, and, and and there's also uh, a director's cut that I haven't watched yet. That's uh, oh, okay. like an extra half an hour. Okay. But I, I have okay. to watch it. But I thought in I thought Doctor Sleep kind of filled in a lot of blanks that um, The Shining was lacking, and you kind of okay. understood more of what uh, you know Danny Torrance was really going through. Yeah, and I agree. Yeah, uh, just and and um and I can't remember her name for the life of me, but the main girl. Yeah, I I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. She was in um. She was in. Uh, now you're not talking about the little girl. You're no no no. You're talking I'm talking about, about the 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 really good looking woman. Yeah, the evil one. The evil one. Yeah. Yeah. She was. Gotcha. She was she in. Was terrific. Yeah. She's she, good. She's been in a couple other movies that I liked, and uh, I thought she okay. was. I thought she was fantastic, and yeah. I didn't really see her playing a bad guy and she pulled it off really well oh yeah and i've seen them i haven't seen her in anything else so or maybe i have but i don't, I don't well remember. she was in mission impossible i think it was rogue nation and she was okay the motorcycle okay oh and, okay and she was kind of playing a bad guy in that but she was a double agent but she really wasn't a bad guy <laughs> oh okay so okay if you haven't seen that movie check that one out really good okay but believe um, it or not, I think I've only seen like the first Mission Impossible. I I, I don't know. Well, if you if you like action, if you like action movies, you yeah. should watch um from number three on because they're oh, okay, unbelievable. Okay. I own them all. I I can't. Oh my god! I, I watch them all the time. Okay. I can't get enough of those films. They're so good. Okay. And and a lot of okay. times Tom Cruise is doing his own stunts, which just amazes me when I look That's at these what movies. I heard too. And they're yeah. crazy. They're crazy. He yeah. is absolutely nuts just like the the yeah. new top gun movie that's coming out he was actually i'm looking forward all to those actors were really flying fighter jets and they had cameras in the cockpit oh my god and they're doing the these turns and they're almost passing out you know from the g-force oh my god they had this making of uh video i can probably find it on youtube okay. and it was like so interesting and i'm like 
okay, whether or not you like Tom Cruise as a person or whatever, you know, his politics are. As an actor. Yeah. But as an actor and (laughs) as an actor, I thought he was fantastic. You know. Okay. I'll have to I'll have to check him out. I just I'm just you know, I get into my little zone of suspense thrillers and it's hard to Oh no, I know I I totally understand. But you ever if you get a chance, if you go from uh number three on because number two, I mean it's good. It's all right, but okay. From number three on, it's really good. It's how many are there? I think there's six or I think there's oh six in God. in total. Oh yeah. My God, oh my God! Wow. Okay. So, and they're okay. they're just a, a thrill a minute. I mean, just amazing movies. Okay. Not to get it off okay. of horror films, but that yeah, was yeah, just yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> no, it's all good. Yeah. So yeah, so uh, Doctor Sleep. Uh, I would recommend that. Yeah. Oh, I, I loved it. It was great. There so, you go. <laughs> yeah, my wife's a huge Stephen King fan, so she's like, oh, my God. She was just gunning for that movie. She couldn't wait to see it, so we saw it together. So, yeah, it was good. And I love The Shining. So I, I loved yeah, it, just that whole – and when I saw that it was, you know, a sequel and, you yeah. know, it, 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 I was I was sold just when I heard that, so – and um, and even uh, Joe uh, Joe Hill, who's Stephen King's son, he's picked up the writing genes from Stephen King because he's really good too. Oh, okay. Um, okay. He wrote. Uh, there's a TV series on there. I think we were talking about this um, at some other point. Um, he he wrote Lock and Key, which is a series on Netflix right now. It's not really. Okay. It has some horror elements to it, but it's kind of more of a fantasy sci-fi i don't know how i can't really put it in any genre but it's really really good series now um he's also writing some comic books right now and he's got his own comic book line um, called hill house uh comics or something like that and and there's this comic that he's writing right now it's called basket full of heads and and the and the and the comic book is just out of this world it is unbelievable because this this uh this axe when you chop off someone's head they they mm-hmm. they're still conscious and they're still breathing and living but they don't mm-hmm. have their bodies attached so they're all going but they can't do anything because they're you know they don't have a body oh my and this god. and okay. this lady is picking up all these heads and putting them into a oh basket my god. oh my god and they're all connected to this one murder that happened and she's trying to fi- find out who's the real murderer Really interesting story, but why does the why does the name Reanimator come to my mind? But anyway, <laughs> oh man, I know. I don't know. I just see his head on that exactly. And it just, yeah, I just I don't exactly. know. It just came, popped in there. So I don't, oh, know, man. I don't know. Oh, but oh. yeah, um, like uh, like the last time I was talking about Stuart Gordon and the passing of Stuart Gordon. Oh, so sad. That was very sad. Ugh. And if you know if if anybody out there has not seen Reanimator, you need to see it. It's just oh kind my of a God. classic. Oh jeez, just a cult classic. It really just, is. Oh my God, yeah. So I think I I, I think um didn't he do um oh what's the name of that movie? He did uh, HP Love HP Lovecraft. He did a lot of HP uh, Lovecraft. He did uh, From Beyond. Dagon. Dagon. Dagon, and he did Dagon. Yeah. Oh. Castle Freak. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's, oh. he's done a whole bunch of stuff, and uh, you want to see it? Oh, crazy ass movie! Crazy Dagon. movies, Dagon. Oh my god! Oh my god! 
but I loved it. I loved it. I yeah. thought it was fantastic, but it's out there, but it's great. Yeah. So, yeah, that's Stuart Gordon. So, oh, that's yeah, sad. so, you know, start making a list, people. These are movies that you need to check out. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always do that when I, like, uh, when I was in the office. I'm not, now I've got my own little space at the hospital, but I'm, and, I'm, and I miss some of the camaraderie, but anyway, that's a whole nother that's another podcast. That's another podcast. Um, when I was, I, you know, when I was in the office, um, I was, there was this uh, coworker that was into horror films and, um, she's was looking for new films to watch. So I was giving her this list of films to watch. So I love doing that. I love introducing people to films they haven't seen that are just, that I'm just crazy about. And, you know, they may or may not like them, you know, and everybody's right. different yeah. and I totally get that. Yeah. But, you know, um, I got to tell you, I got a pretty good track record. <laughs> so, I, and I tell them, you know, watch it. And I want you to be brutally honest. Tell me what you think. You know, I want to know what you thought. And I tell you, a lot of times I get the positive feedback. Oh my God, Don, that was amazing. So, and I'm not trying to pat myself on the back. I don't do that. I'm just saying, you know, uh, <laughs> I enjoy sharing that with other people. That's, that's so enjoyable. And um, they're like, oh my God, that was amazing. <laughs> you know? Because there's just so much out there that's just the same, Rob, and yeah, just yeah. rehashing and rehashing, and it's beating it to death, and it's the same old, you know, same old movie we've seen before. And then when you get something fresh and new and cutting edge and exciting, and then the story's great and the performances are there and it's shot well, right? You're just like, damn, you know? Oh my God, I, you know it. It, it brings my belief back, you know, it's like, I'm just, you know, I, I start to lose faith because they just keep doing sequel after sequel or just, well, you know, another this kind of movie or that kind of movie. And then you get a movie like Hush yeah. or He's Out There or, you know, I mean, there's some stuff on Netflix that's just incredible. And, 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 uh, and you know, I, I've been, you know, working and doing the Freak Show Horror Film Festival for now 15 years. Yeah. And, and a lot of the movies that we get that are independent horror films are just so much better than what Hollywood's producing right now. How about it? How and about I, it? And there really needs to be like a section in Netflix where independent horror films. I mean, they, they do show a lot. I mean, they, they do. do they do have a lot on there. But yeah. they need to show more because, man, there's a lot of really good horror films that don't even get a chance to be seen by anyone. No. And it's a shame. No, it really is. It is. Some of these, I don't. I doubt they hit the big screen. I doubt it. I don't think they did. You know, yeah. it's just God bless Netflix. I mean, you know, and I, <laughs> I'm telling you, I just, you know, you you never see these films. They yeah. never see the light of day. I mean, and that's, you know, that some people have a love hate relationship. You know, it should be in the theater, and I'm like, well, you know, I get that, and there's that experience, and that's good, and that's fine, and everything. You know, I understand that, um, but. I just, man, oh, some of these films I've seen. Oh, my goodness. I just, I love suspense thrillers, and they've got some, just some gems on Netflix. So, so that's yeah. going to be our, like, our goal here in the podcast is to kind of turn people on sure. to movies that they need to see, they need Absolutely. to check out. If they're not on Netflix, yeah. we're going to let you know where they're at, where you can find Absolutely. them. Yeah. Because so. there's, there's some films that you've got to see. Definitely. You know, they're just they're just really well done. And you know what? I I I I gotta say, you know, it. How do I want to say it? It's not like an original idea. It's like okay, you know, it's 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 a similar setup that you've seen before, but how is it executed? Right. Was it smart? You know, did the people do things that were believable? You know, and 
did it hold your attention? Was it suspenseful? You know, that's that's what does it for me. You know, there's a thousand home invasion movies out there. There's a thousand of these, you know, I mean, suspense thrillers, you know, there's millions of them. But, you know, <clears throat> what are the little nuggets? What are the gems and what makes them a gem? You know, and so and, and everybody's different in how they feel about that. The, the little nuggets. I love that. Yeah, I'm telling you, you know, it's just you got to find them. The diamond in the rough, you know, diamond in the rough. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> and when I find one, I get so excited because I'm like, damn, that's oh, that's what I'm talking about. You know, so. anyway. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, I love that feeling, too. So. Mm. All right. That's uh, all the time we got this week, folks. Alrighty. All Don right. Fisher calling in from Chicago. Yes. He's going to be our host here from now on. Sounds and, great. Uh, we're glad you're on board. Happy Thank to you, have sir. you here. Appreciate it. It's an honor. So until next week, folks, uh, you can check us out here at Horror Vein. We also have a website. It's horrorvein.com. Check us out on Twitter at Twitter forward slash Horror Vein and Facebook forward slash Horror Vein. Thank you, folks, for listening. We love you, and we'll see you next week on Horror Vein. Thank you, Don. Thanks, guys. Okay. Take care. You are listening to the Fear Film Studios Podcast Network.